Hello and welcome to Midnight Fun, a Twilight podcast. I'm Katie and I'm here because it's been a week, um, pretty intense week all around across the board I think more so for most of our listeners who are in America we won't go into it because this is a nice fun mm-hmm. escapism podcast but hope you're all well <laughs> hi I'm Liv and I'm here because you know I'm, I'm still checking along with that new year's resolution honestly I'm still trying to read more I respect that <laughs> and this will do it because this was another 30 page long chapter so I feel like I've got my reading done for the week now. came in, saw us moaning about our 10-page chapters and went, here you go. <laughs> yeah. She was like, oh, not enough content, is it? Is it not enough content? And I'm like, no, please, Esmeer, I'm so sorry. Sorry, I'm trying to Take read this back. and I'm like, oh, I can read this chapter in half an hour and then I cannot. Yeah. Too many pages. Yeah. I also no longer have, like, the reading speed of, like, an English student, you know what I mean? It's gone. Yeah. <laughs> now I read slowly. I... I- I still do, which is, I mean, honestly, it saves me, really, mm-hmm. but um, I've always been a speed reader. It's, like, my thing. So have I, and then uh, did it at uni, graduated, and now my brain goes, you can't read words, you've forgotten how. <laughs> <laughs> so this is chapter 19, Home. Um, it's the one we've been yes. waiting for. Um, not yes. that eventful, actually, as it turns out. I still mm-hmm. enjoyed it. Uh, but this is yeah. the chapter, we'll go into the full plot summary in a second, but this is the chapter where she goes home and Bella, she meets the Cullens, which is fun. Well, most of them, Emmett and Rosalie aren't there, which I had kind of forgotten because um, I'm so used yes. to the movie. Um, but yeah, mm. a good time. So should we start off with our like favourite lines? What was your most iconic favourite line from this chapter? So my most iconic favourite line from this chapter mm-hmm. is Emmett. Um, because it makes him sound like a little toddler. Um, what would Bella think of Emmett? I wasn't 100% sure that he would behave himself. He would find it hilarious to say something off-putting or frightening. Maybe if I promised him something he wanted. A wrestling match? A football game? Like, really? You have to like persuade your brother into behaving normally with wrestles and football matches. Like, I love Very that. good. I love that. I, I love Emmett. I'm sad we didn't get much of this chapter, but hopefully more to come. No Emmett. Yeah, no Emmett at all. No direct Emmett. What was your favourite part of the chapter? So mine's kind of is not an exact line. It's like a section, so I'll just read the beginning of the section out. Uh, And it starts off in Edward's perspective. Um, Breakfast time, I suggested. Bella hesitated. Perhaps as averse as I was to allowing space to come between us. Then she twisted her torso into me, leaning back so I could see her face. Her (laughs) eyes were round with horror. Her mouth flew open and her hands broke (laughs) to protect her throat. I was so horrified by her obvious distress <laughs> that I couldn't process what was happening. My senses flailed widely around us like tentacles. We're looking for whatever danger threatened. And then, before I could dive out the window, with her in my arms and run for safety, her expression relaxed into a slight smile. I finally understood the connection between my words and her and her reaction. The joke she was making. She giggled, kidding, and you said I couldn't oh act. <laughs> so good. Edward, you're so stupid. Total him. Total him moment. Honestly, the thought of if she'd pulled it off for just a few more <laughs> seconds, the fact he would have jumped out of jumped out a window. The fact that he doesn't process that himself. it's a joke, and he's like, "There's danger here, yeah. not me. Other danger." <laughs> yeah, the fact that he's like breakfast time, and she's like, "I'm I the breakfast." And he's like, "What?" <laughs> this is such a good Bella chapter. Like a couple of lines later, he's telling her it about is. um she's so Jasper's cute. powers and stuff, and he's like, "You paid attention." And she's like, "I've been known to do that every now and again." She's so good. I love Bella. Oh, what I like that banter. I will say that it's one of my favorite parts of this chapter. It's mostly just Bella being like normal, yeah. and Edward being like, "Forsooth, ordinarily they come," and I'm like. <laughs> Just talk to I know, I've always said, especially from um, the original Twilight books, the thing I think is really missing mm. in the films is that they like mm. each other and they have fun. Yes. Like, and you do get that in Midnight they Sun, have well, but like, they have like good bounce, good chats. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You see moments of it in, like, even in the first Twilight film, the bit where he's like, I'm going to take to see my parents, and like, there's a part where he like jumps yeah. down off the car and it's fun. But most of it is like this intense, sad, dramatic yeah. love story. Whereas a lot of Twilight is yeah. just like, happy fun banter moments which i really enjoy yeah yeah um i think please talk normal is maybe gonna be my theme my uh catchphrase yeah. for this entire yeah, yeah, chapter yeah, yeah. because no one talks like a normal person except yeah. bella bella is the only normal person in this whole chapter and i feel so <laughs> desperately sorry for her should we get right into right. our chapter summary then because we're talking yeah, about let's that. Right, so we start off it's gonna be quick yeah. as hell 
Tom. Okay, no, there's actual scenes in this one which we're not used to. Sometimes No, no, there's scenes, but like there's not Not a lot happens. But they scenes, move but locations and different people talk. They do instead of just like a twenty page just... single thought, which is what we sometimes get. Yes, Edward Edward does get Bella to a second location. Mm-hmm. Um street smarts the girl <laughs> <on>. uh, <laughs> So we start off in Bella's bedroom, same as the night before. She slept there all night. Um, Emmett's there. Not Emmett. <laughs> Imagine, I would love that. <laughs> no. Imagine he's just like, yeah. <laughs> Emmett was there. Edward's there. They're having a chat. No, no, no. Edward's there, just like chilling, having their like cuddle time. He's having like intense thoughts. Um, he says some stuff like, I'm making her truly happy. Did that not excuse everything else? No. Yeah, Bella's like, I love you. I love no. you in her sleep, which is like, Really? You're having that coherent a thought in your sleep? You're not just like the dinosaurs. (laughs) What's she dreaming about? Maybe she's not talking about you, Edward. Maybe she's talking about someone else. (gasps) Yeah, maybe she's talking to like, I don't know. Who is her? She's talking to Jared Way. (laughs) That would track. Yeah, she's having dreams about Jared Way. So Edward leaves while she's in the middle of like a deep sleep. Um, Because she gets boring (laughs) and stops talking. So he's like, I'm out, gotta go change. Uh, So he goes to talk to Rosalie, which is exciting. Um, I enjoy it. We get some deep Rosalie backstory. We We finally get get a crumb of empathy. Considering her feelings. A A single crumb of empathy. Also, he. Don't worry, you guys. Um, It's not homegrown. He does let us know that he only has this tiny crumb of empathy um, because of Bella. Because he's never actually considered how another person would feel about things yeah. before in his entire life. Um, either way, they have a big chat. Rosalie's basically like, look, I'm not mad because you have a girlfriend. That's stupid. Mm-hmm. I'm mad because she's human and I want to be human. And I wish I could yeah. have that life. So this is really painful for me. All I see when I look at her is wasted potential because she's going to want to be a vampire. And you're obviously going to turn her into a vampire. And everyone's like, oh, I never do that, bro. <laughs> I have loads to say on Rosalie, but we'll get into that whole thing. We'll go, we'll go character by character because it's a good time. Anyway, Edward goes back to Bella's house, like freshly clean. Uh, She has breakfast, Mm. which is what we were referencing at the beginning. Uh, And then he's like, "So, oh, Bella faints on the stairs." Um, (laughs) She smooches. She she smooches Edward too Mm -hmm. hard and faints, which gets a great. But gets a grip. <laughs> Liv's had one gin and the romance gene is dead. <laughs> it had glitter in it. I know. I, I should be like filled with like light and love. But I'm, you know what it is? I have not had a smooch in so long. I'm jealous. I want to be smooched so At hard, this okay? point, one and smooch and you would faint. Any human contact at this point. It's true. <laughs> Any human contact mm-hmm. that's not like, my, like giving my mum my mm-hmm. a hug. My extent of like romance content is like sending a heart emoji. It's the worst. (laughs) Oh yeah, same. Yeah, it's just like heart emoji. I'm like the romance. Modern romance. (laughs) So we go to the Collins house. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, which is fun. Um, Um, It's beautiful. Edward makes sure to remind the mm -hmm. reader. Just constantly how nice yeah. the houses. I also really yeah. like the description of it as being like like another time and stuff because obviously, like we've seen the movies mm. visually, and that's not what they did. They made it uber yes, modern in the movies, is. which is gorgeous. But like, it's this super old house, yeah, and yet it has a, a wall of windows. So I don't really know how that works. Yes, can't picture it. I was like, okay, so what I was thinking, right? Honestly, this is so funny. What I was thinking was like one of those old colonial houses that is like business in the front, probably mm-hmm. in the back. So, like, a big, like, front with, like, the yeah. and whatnot. Um, and, <laughs> and then, like, the back of it is just super modern that's just built onto it because what I was thinking, I don't know if America has this, but obviously in the UK, if it is a, a building over, like, a certain age, um, it gets, like, listed and you can't change things yeah. to it or you can't change things on the front visually, um, which is really annoying because it means that there's a lot of old houses that people are like, oh, they're beautiful, I'm gonna renovate. And then it's like, no, 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 you have to have these single glazed yeah. windows. They're like, you need to use these specific rocks. <laughs> like, your house rocks. is gonna be freezing yeah. always. <laughs> yeah, these specific rocks, this specific wood, so it <laughs> remains intact. And I get it, it's to preserve, like, heritage things. But I they'll do it. it as well, they'll do it. Someone will take, like, a crumbling house and be like, I will renovate this house to save it yeah. from falling apart. Like, it's dying. 
Mm. And they'll be like, mm, but you can only do it if you do it this specific way. Otherwise, leave it to the yeah. wayside. Let it rot, I guess. And it's like, okay. Yeah, which is annoying. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because a lot of it is just like old barns yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I don't know if they have the same system in the US. Obviously, a lot of the buildings in the US are a lot mm-hmm. younger than buildings in yeah, the Yeah, for people that have seen but... The Vampire Diaries, I'm deep into season one now. No spoilers. Uh, I'm exactly picturing it like the house of the vampire diaries. Ooh. It's very much as you Oh, described. I love that house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, a good time. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But modern yeah, in the back. Yeah, in the back. The mullet of houses. <laughs> the, uh, the Cullens have a mullet house. Um, so they go there. They meet yeah, um, Carlisle, Esme first, and it's very pleasant. And they meet Alice and Jasper, mm. which is weird, but fine. Um, <laughs> and then... Alice is a bit weird this chapter. I'm Alice not... is a bit weird this chapter. And we know that she's kind of like that anyway, but like also. No, but it, it did make me go off for a little bit this chapter. I'm not going to lie. I was for someone like, that's Ooh. planning the perfect everything, like all the time, and has envisioned this moment perfectly, you're putting out some weird vibes, miss. <laughs> Incredibly odd vibes. It's, and there's also things that, and we'll go into this later, but there's some things that Edward says about Alice that kind of set off like, wee wee, or like little arms in my head. You know, mm-hmm. like I just was like, ooh. Yeah. No we'll go through you. the Cullens, like, Cullen by Cullen. That's always a fun way oh, yeah. to do it. Um, mm. So anyway, yeah, so she gets um, her lullaby played to her. Is it her lullaby or is it just a song inspired by her? I think he it's plays just... Esme's song. He plays Esme's song and then he plays the lullaby. Yeah, and it ends in sadness and Bella cries because she's so moved. Um, sorry, yeah, I don't mean to laugh. Because... I would also cry if someone wrote me a lovely love song. Yeah, like, big big emotion. Um, she cries and then Edward... Gives her the tour of the is. house. Um, yeah. Sorry, are you cutting off cutting off the nasty thing that he did? No, I just have so much to say about it. So anyway, oh, we get we yeah. get that, and then we get um, the vampire biology lesson, yes. uh, where he's like, "Well, we've never cut up a vampire cadaver, but," and it's like, no, "Okay, wee wee." Why, not? Wheel, wheel. why um, not though? Like that's really weird. Like <laughs> I assume we've not killed many vampires though. Well, yeah, but I guess it's because of the whole like you got to burn them, and only burning and like they're. Skin so is, true. Like, marble. But like but when like, Carlisle was with the Volturi, surely there'd be ample time for corpses. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> also, like here's my personal opinion. They're all like, "Oh, our skin is marble." Blah blah blah. I believe that they are essentially like a jawbreaker, where mm. it's like layers of like hard thing and then like squishy bubble gum in the middle. Mm. Good. Yes, that's where all the venom is in, in their venom that's where sack. All the venom, is. venom. Venom is stored in the squish, mm-hmm. and also. um just basing off what we know is that um, Edward was able to get Bella pregnant. I do not believe that you would be able to get someone pregnant if your balls had turned to stone. Yeah. We'd Quite need, frankly. like, the obviously the vampire biology is a bit weird, yeah. but, like, this is Stephanie Miller's chance to, like, retcon it a little bit, like, make suggestions. So this is her being, it like, cash. Just... No, no, no. I'm saying it's her chance to. But yes, she didn't. Did. But she's kind of being, normal. like, and we don't know how it works. Ooh. Which I quite appreciate. Like, fair enough, yeah. she's put hands up and gone, I don't know how that would work. It goes into yeah. our muscles, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Which means that my jawbreaker theory is completely plausible. Valid, yeah. 100%. Uh, right. And then we get some good, good Carlisle lore about the we giant do. cross that's in their house. We did, <laughs> yeah, but to be fair, we did all three know the deep, deep Carlisle lore from the first book. As I... And, I didn't pick up on anything new this chapter about Carlisle. I no. believe I already knew it. Except for one bit about how painful his transformation was, which Yeah. I yeah. I don't remember like word for word the first book. I remember them having a chat, but like, yeah, it's mm-hmm. just nice to have I like that we I get little paragraphs of lore on everyone. Yeah. Nice. She clearly knows what yeah. we want and it's this. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The part about Carlisle I will say just really stuck in my mind because I thought it was like so like interesting mm-hmm. I um, would read that book I also like that he's like I don't know where I'm from <laughs> before yeah, Cromwell I think I'm from England <laughs> yeah that's so here's the thing though is that that's Stephanie Meyer not understanding things about England yeah because there have always been like lots of records of stuff like yeah she's like oh well people just didn't write down the date and I'm like that is wildly untrue yeah like it's 1600s right thing. like yeah, it's sixteen hundred people wrote things down. They would say like, "In this, the year of our Lord, whatever the heck." Yeah, espe- especially the people that are in the church, right? Like, yeah, especially like, people that are in the church. Because in I don't, I'm not a history buff, but in my memory, people would go to the church because they were the only ones that could read and yeah. write, and they would read the Bible yeah. to them because the people, yeah. a lot of them, could not read. 
we weren't taught to. Also, but the church people did, especially the yeah. son of the main guy. Like also just. <laughs> Just to make this very clear, there would be a complete record of all the births, marriages, and deaths. Yeah. That's just a thing that would happen. I mean, no, which is great. It means that we've found out a lot about people. Also, you know, if you go into a graveyard, you can find graves from, like, way back. So, yeah. Mostly yeah. it's because, like, um, he's churchy, you would just expect there to be something. Like, if he was, yes. like, a random remote farm or whatever, less, less of a yeah. chance. Yeah. But, like, a guy that handles the records of the town. Yes. I think you'd know. The guy that anyway. deals with <laughs> baptising and marrying and yeah. doing the last rites for everyone, pretty sure he'd know what year it was, mostly yeah. because those things are important to know. Um, but yeah. Um, we also get the I slight do, mention you know, that James and that are coming, James and Victoria yes. and Lauren. We don't know who they are, we just okay. know there's a stranger and Ed okay. will be on, as he says, tyrant mode, and I'm like, how is that any different? Mm. You're in her room every night because of meeting your comments. <laughs> Genuinely, I was like, "How is how is he going to get wilder?" Because I just don't yeah. feel like he can. Literally point. glued to her side, just in case something in the I two guess. feet between them gets in. Right. Um, <laughs> so, where shall we start? Right. Shall we start a little bit of Rosalie? Oh. A little bit of you know what? Let, let's start with Rosalie. Actually, I yeah. do need a break from Eddie. Yeah, me right. too. And also, there's Edward throughout it, so I'm sure he'll come up. So, as we said, Rosalie and Edward go on a feelings walk, which I respect, because that's also how I choose to deal with my problems, is taking people on walks. Do you love a feelings walk? Yeah. Every, like, party where there was drama, I'd be like, girl, let's go on a feelings walk. And it was a good time. Oh, that's great. I've done that from when I was, like, 16, and I always do it. It's great. <laughs> it's nice. Sometimes you just do gotta go on a nice walk. <laughs> just one nice big feelings walk. Just, like, go sit, look at the stars, feel your feels. Yeah. So, basically, Alice is kind of gently warned Rosalie that like something's coming and Edward needs to talk to her so Edward goes home because he can obviously read everyone's thoughts and knows that that's happening mm-hmm. uh, and is just like okay Rosalie we need to talk please and Rosalie's like fine 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 um and she then Edward basically him out loud though no it, it's on and off because sometimes she talks in her head and then she says something different and he's like I didn't think that and I'm like yeah because you're not delving deep he even says it it like oh, I didn't realise that her concern about Bella was this and not just, oh, yeah. uh, she's pretty and Edward doesn't like me. You know, the most surface yeah. level thought. Like, <laughs> there's plenty of people I don't like and I'm also like, oh, they're pretty. Like, unrelated. <laughs> yeah, unrelated to this. I know, but like if someone was just reading my surface level thought, I'd be like, oh, he's cute, she's cute. I don't like her. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I wouldn't be like, and here's my deep thought about my own trauma mm-hmm. in relation to how I feel about them unprompted. I'm just thinking about this all the time. <laughs> it's yeah. just so stupid. Oh, well, I'm constantly thinking about my deep, deep, unbridled angst within yeah. me. <laughs> to be fair, what else is there to do at the moment? <laughs> you just look at me and be like, oh, God, you're so sad. I'm like, yeah. What about it? And he'd be like, oh, no. Edward would pay for my therapy challenge. I think he'd feel sorry for me. He'd be like, oh, we need mm-hmm. to help this one he'd be like Carlisle it won't stop thinking at me and I'd be like <laughs> please make it be quiet <laughs> please make it stop and then also intermix with it is just like 100 gex like <laughs> <laughs> so Edward approaches Rosalie with a question and is basically yes. like I need a favour and she's like I was not expecting this gee whiz um, yeah. and it's basically she's like you want me to be nice to her why and he's like please and she's like, I'm not actively going to be horrible to her, but she doesn't understand the choice that she's making. And she even makes a little joke and she's like, kids these days. But she's right. Like, yeah, she she shouldn't make a choice that will affect, like, all of her life and end yeah. of her life forever. Like, this is beyond, like, getting married at 18, because some people yeah. do that. And, like, they're fine and they have a good time. And, like, that is the right yeah. choice for them. This isn't that. This isn't that, like, mm-hmm. you're choosing a life partner. This is, you're choosing the rest of your life to be yes. completely undead and like yeah, completely different. being That's a vampire animals, like. just because you want to be frozen at the same age as him. Yes. Like, obviously, that's not how it goes down in the end. Like, it goes down with mm. like Rosalie, and it's like, this is the only way that she will semi survive this. But Rosalie's right. She is. Yeah, she is. <laughs> she is right. And um, also, one bit that I thought was Rosalie making a really good point is they're arguing. Mm-hmm. And so she said, did you feel harmed when I chose Emmett? Did that injure you in any way? Of course not. You chose very well. 
And basically it's her being like, hey, like, I, and he's like, oh, why can't you just be happy for me because I found love? And she's like, I can't be happy for you because, like, when I found love, it didn't affect everyone around me. It didn't bring uh-huh. danger to our family and also to someone else. And also, also Emmett like, was dying and it was yes. the only choice. Yeah. Like, she, like, they didn't know if they'd even be able to save him. So Rosalie is basically, fair enough, like, Emmett would have died. I was not taking his choice away from him, basically. And I really like what she says when they're talking and, like, she doesn't write Rosalie as a massive bitch in this chapter, which is new for yeah. Stephanie Mayer normally. She does. Uh, she says, well, she thinks, I am sorry, I don't mean to sound so cruel, I just w- can't watch her do this. Um, a whole life of possibility ahead of her and she's going to waste it all. And I like that Edward agrees with her. And, like, yeah. we know that that's not how it goes down, so it does, like, colour our perception of this scene. But he's like, let me have five years with her, like, five years of happiness until she's 24 and she's bored of me she's like that's not gonna happen Edward she's like (laughs) if she asks you you're obviously gonna turn her yeah and what I thought was really um let's gonna go off on one um right so there's a bit where she's like are you not just gonna turn into a vampire like really soon is that not your goal and he's like I shook my head just as disgusted no no I want her to have everything I won't take that away from her Rose do you understand I want her that way and then I'm like okay so for this Edward's definition of everything is marriage and babies. Because <laughs> that's what he... It's like, I I think that's the thing is that, like, I don't know, uh, I sound really jaded, but I am a little bit, like, obviously I get why Rosalie is so upset and she wants to be human, but the main reason why she wants to be human is to have kids. She's, like, literally looking yeah. at her and be like, she could have kids one day, and I, I don't like looking at young girls and being like, ah, a vessel. Like, I think that's... Yeah. It's pretty gross, not gonna lie, but I mean... Obviously, it is. Rosalie is coloured by her like and her upbringing, yeah. Also, but also, in, and her upbringing, but also yeah. she is a fictional. She's character. not real. Stephanie Mayer is choosing to make these decisions. <laughs> she's not real. Stephanie Mayer is mm-hmm. choosing to make these decisions. Um, but you know, again, I. But that aside, I do like that they actually made yeah. Rosalie sympathetic this chapter, and they are actually like, yeah, she's not just yeah. like a humongous bitch who just hates Edward, and never wants him to be happy. She actually is doing this because she wants Bella to be happy and it's like why can't you just leave her alone she could be happy with someone else and it's not even that she's like she could be happy with someone else she's like she has a life and goals and she'll change and she'll reinvent herself so many times over in the like the next five years and she's absolutely right uh, and she just keeps warning Edward being like I think it's too dangerous I don't think you're that strong it's a dangerous game you're playing Edward like she's very she's not backing down on it and it's not that she hates Bella, like, even though Edward has, like, perceived it in that yeah, way that she's, like, not. jealous. That was one surface-level thought that she had. Like, oh, so he picked her but didn't find me hot when yeah. I'm so much hotter than her. Which is, like, a petty thought, but is yeah. a thought and not something that she, like, verbalised. Like, everyone has petty thoughts yeah. every now and again. You can't help yeah. it. Very, like, human. Very yeah. vampire. I mean, obviously. Um, but. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the thing is that, like, I also appreciate that she actually says to Edward at this point in this chapter, because he's like, oh, well, she's coming to the house today, actually. And she literally yeah. says to him, no, I need more time. Mm-hmm. I can't be nice to her yet. Which, obviously, all of Rose's concerns Absolutely. are completely valid. Like, they completely are. She's literally like, yeah, so you're saying all this now, but if she came to you and was, like, begging you to turn her into a vampire, you probably would, mm-hmm. because you love her. In the same way that she knows that she'd give anything to yeah, him if absolutely. he her, you know what I mean? Um, also, side note, I would actually love to read <laughs> um, a novel or watch a film of um, someone who has an eternal vampire boyfriend but they've just aged out <laughs> and it would just look horrible <laughs> that she's just like you're forever 19 and I'm 24 and I can't do this anymore and he's like but why we had so much fun when you were in college and she's like yeah so I get that you're like 300 but also I am 24 and I do pay taxes <laughs> I get that you've you like technically lived but your brain is not so, developed and you act like a 17 year old age isn't yeah. just a number it's your whole and, mentality <laughs> and your mentality is 17 yeah it's your whole mentality <laughs> and this isn't working anymore and then you can have like a lot of like yeah. lucky hijinks or something and then maybe she finds like I don't know <laughs> a sugar daddy. I don't know where this story is going, but if if anyone wants to, um, I mean, workshop it with me, I'd I'd happily contribute. Yeah, anyone wants to make it into a story podcast with that. us, we'll make it happen. Our next project. Yes. <laughs> well, 
That would oh, be so fun. I would love so to do a story podcast. Though. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, if anyone if anyone thinks that's a grand idea, hit us up. Our email is midnightfunpod at gmail.com. <laughs> but it's as Rosalie, like, nice. says, okay. uh, you know, kids these days, all about here and now, no thought for five years in the future, yeah. let alone 50. What will you do when she asks you to change her? And then Edward just goes, I'll tell her it's wrong. I'll tell her she'll lose everything. And she just says, and when she begs, because she will. Yeah. And she does. She and, and, and he she does, does in the end. Like, like, it's to save her. But also, yeah. like, he does promise yeah. that he will do it before that. He was, he, like, he's yeah. like, you need a few more years, but, like, yeah, marry he does. me. And it, then. Yeah. Yeah. And then. And then you. Sex yeah. and death. <laughs> la la. Um, I just, I, yeah, you know, sex and death. Um, to give Edward some credit I in just, this, he didn't approach it in the worst yeah. way. Like, because he, in his head generally, like, we true. know in hindsight true, 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 true. that he isn't strong enough for his father. Um, and Rosalie is correct, but he does not want to change it. He is so afraid of Alice's vision. Um, and as he says, um, yeah. Your life isn't what you wanted, but in the last 70 years or so, would you say you'd have five years of pure happiness? Ten years even? Let me have my five years. I know it can't last. Let me be happy while it's possible. Be a part of that happiness. Be my sister. And if you can't love my choice the way I love yours, at least pretend to tolerate her. Which is, like, fair enough. Like, ask. Like, if if you genuinely believe that that's mm. what you're going to do, you're going to spend five years with her and then, like, pine for the rest of your life when she moved on from you is if you thought that was possible. But we'll take his word for what it is, like, assume that that's actually how he feels. Like, fair enough. Like, not great, but, like, an okay ask for five years. Yeah, an okay ask, but also I would like to say that if this had actually happened and Bella had aged out of the relationship, he would not have just silently pined. He would have stopped her until the day she died. He probably would have killed all her boyfriends. Like, But at this point, he doesn't think that's what's just Like, just in the hypothetical of, the ideal scenario. Yeah. I think it's really funny that um, Rosalie is like, oh, kids these days, always stuck in the hair and now, and then Edward's immediately there, like, hey, just give Please, me five kids years. these days. And then he's like, but he's I literally love thinking her. Like a teenager. out of me. And she, like, Rosalie acts like a full adult. Yeah, she's like, Edward, please. And he's like, mm-hmm. how old is Rosalie? She's not that old. She's like maybe 20. Okay, so she's a bit older than Edward. But to be fair, she was like ready to be married. So it was she's way more mature than maybe. Yeah, no offense, twenty year olds. I mean, we're twenty three, but if this were the olden days, we'd probably be way more mature than we are currently. Because true, you know, I know. But also, like even yourself, like compare yourself at like eighteen, just going to uni, to you at twenty twenty one, like different. still very different. different. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking that I was like seventeen as compared to twenty two. Yeah. Oh, I was very different. Your whole life, you like genuinely changes because you meet so many people, and also you grow up. Like, and yeah. I don't. I absolutely do not mean that as an insult to any sixteen, seventeen year olds listening. The point of the fact is, is that your prefrontal cortex wasn't fully developed yet. Neither is mine. In case yeah. you've still got two years to go. Um, yeah. But like, got a lot of changing to do. Got to turn a lot of changes around. to. Yeah. You know. <laughs> God, don't, oh, don't. Sometimes. My sister threatens me with that sometimes because she's a med student. She's like, you've only got two years until your prefrontal cortex is fully developed. I hope you can change by then. And I'm like, no. <laughs> and then you're stuck. And then yeah. you're stuck Not even in like... like <laughs> not even in like a depressing way. Like, you'll grow up one day. Yeah. Like, if you think of who you were at 17, like, at your core, pretty much the same person. But like, mm. you grow and like, you get more confident with like, mm. who you are as a person. Like, yeah. I was very much the same person at 17. But now I'm just like, very confident in comparison to them I'm, yeah you know I'm I mean? so much more confident than I was and I'm very happy that I am I also like you know and you're more I, assured in like your choices yes like that's yeah, exactly the you're more and confident also, than like an adult <laughs> yeah you know you, you meet new people you get friends get your heart broken a couple of times no, sorry guys it might happen but um you know like, statistically yeah <laughs> as uh the immortal Ronan Keaton said Life is a roller coaster. Just gotta ride it. I love us like talking to our audience like they're so much younger than us when you guys are all like eighteen to like twenty two. Like you guys are mostly our age. (laughs) Sorry, the one person that I know that consistently interacts with our podcast is sixteen. Well, we've got some life lessons for you. (laughs) Life lessons for you. 
like to be fair we only know the people that like actively interact with us mm. and stuff so like if, if you haven't interacted with us before but you enjoy our podcast drop us a message tell us about yourself yeah, we'd love to know more about who listened to our podcast we only know about yeah. like the handful of people that have like messages and stuff but like drop us yeah. a message doesn't have to be deep doesn't have to be long just like drop us no. a line tell us about yourself okay. we'd love to know anyway <laughs> anyway tell us about life advice is good anyway right okay we we are one cullen down let's go on to alice yeah, Alice so is terrifying. This Alice is scary, and like you know, She's Alice so is weird scary. anyway, and that's kind of her whole thing. But uh, Liv, do you want to go into yeah. it? You're better at having yeah. notes than me. I considered Alice's fairly well developed friendship with Bella, of which Bella was completely ignorant. Not very well developed, then, is it? Mm-mm. Hmm. No. Hmm. And then basically, it's a lot of like he's like. Oh, I I couldn't possibly keep Alice from Bella for very much longer, and it's this whole like. This this chapter is built with the premise that Alice and Bella will be friends no matter what, mm-hmm. and Alice is really like, she's creepy because of it. I'm sorry, Alice. You know I normally love her, but yeah, no, she, she is, and like it's it's not like odd. creepy, creepy, and like a cancelled bad way. It's just like the yeah, it's not the best considering she's someone that has like has like planned every aspect of the meeting to make it perfect. She just comes off weird. Yeah. <laughs> Like you yeah. can plan your perfect entrance and whatever he even says, like her perfect entrance, um, and it just yeah. is weird. And even Al- uh, Bella's like Alice is friendly, and then Edward says, yeah. oh, "What does Edward say? Something weird about Alice." Hey, Edward, she called as she darted into you. Then she ran, really ran, not in a human way, down the steps and hurtled to a stop just inches from Bella. Carla, <laughs> Esme, and I all froze in surprise, but Bella didn't so much as flinch, even when Alice sprang forward to kiss her cheek. I shot her a warning look, but Alice wasn't paying any attention to me. She was living halfway between this moment and a thousand future moments, exulting and finally getting to begin her friendship. Her feelings were sweet, but I couldn't enjoy them. More than half her yet-to-be memories featured the white, lifeless Bella, so flawless and so cold. Um, she also tells Bella that she smells really good. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, you do smell nice. And it's like, Alice, please. Alice, please, you've planned the perfect moment. Come on. I, I just don't like and that she runs at vampire speed yeah. towards her. Like, it, she's so I mean, used to like, being... Like, gives her a little kiss. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm a very affectionate person. Like, Katie knows this, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a very affectionate person. I love a cuddle. I love, like, giving little smooches to my friends. However, I will never kiss someone without asking if it's okay first. No. Like, I, I think also, like, is it like... like... Are you okay with hugs? Because I don't want to make people uncomfortable. Yeah. It's also, also like... The way it's described, you can't tell if she literally goes in for like a cheek kiss or she just kind of does the like wah wah thing, which is like not yeah. a kiss, you just like do it in there. Like, yeah. what's the vibe? Because yeah. that's fine. But like, does she go into like yeah. kiss her properly on the cheek? What's the vibe, Alice? You're being weird. Yeah. The, I, the, va- the running at vampire speed is thing Alice. Yeah. And then stopping a few inches from her face. You know what yeah. this is? This is like Alice sitting there at night instead of dreaming, being like, and I will create the perfect motion and I'm going to run and she's going to be so impressed by my fast running because she's a seven-year-old, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, and then I'm going to give her a kiss and she'll just be like, so amazed by me. And then Bella is basically just like, oh, wow, this is super friendly. And by like, Jasper also comes down the stairs and Jasper says nothing. Yeah. Although he does laugh at some things that Bella says, which is yeah. quite nice. Mm-hmm. Bella kind of makes fun of Edward in front of everyone, and it's like, it's pretty cute. <laughs> Jasper comes in, makes the mood good, and then leaves. And then she's like, oh, yeah. um, that was weird. Now I think about it without his mood stabilizers yeah. on. It's quite funny. <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh, crap, his girlfriend's really odd. It's quite and funny. And it's weird that he um, stood across the room from me and didn't, didn't even look at me. And Edward's like, yeah, he's, he's trying real hard to be here because. Yeah. Right. Speaking of weird, shall we talk Esme? Esme walking toddler. <laughs> Esme, is she, yeah, she sounds like a toddler. I love Esme also, in like, theory, Edward... but she just, she isn't allowed a single yes. thought or feeling that's not, I love my kids, which is fine. No. Great feeling. Anything else? She's not allowed to She doesn't leave the house. the house. She's the oldest one. She it's not that she's like house. dangerous. No, it's like, it's really odd because Edward is even like, oh, she's not used to being around humans because she just doesn't leave the house because she's such a homebody. I'm a homebody. I'd say, you know, uh, I'm an ambivert. Yes, we do exist. <laughs> anyway, but I'm I'm a homebody. You know, I yeah. like staying at home. I like staying in and things like that. I still leave the Especially house. when you're, what, like a hundred years old, I'd say, about-ish. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. What? 
it's like I'm so not being hot. like she has so to have a job or it's not feminist, but like what do you do all day? No. Like yeah, it's the fact that she do- she never goes into town or anything. Like- they all go to school just because they're bored. You know what I mean? Like do something, go volunteer. Yeah. What's she like- doing? <laughs> yeah. Like or like be like she's really into like gardening she loves the garden like give her a personality trait an interest that's not like she designs the homes which is like sure but like yeah. she does that once and then you move in right like then then yeah, what right yeah it's like it's just like the way she's described this chapter is just really like off-putting mm-hmm. to me so at one point i put like esme would be ecstatic to meet bella the thought of esme's pleasure almost had my mind yeah. made up Please phrase that. I, I know, and the response that she gives to Edward when, like, Bella walks in and she's like, I'm obsessed with her, basically. And it's like, whoa, slow yeah. down, Maurice. <laughs> Such a brave girl. Oh, she's darling. I adore her, Edward. Thank you for bringing her to see me. What? I feel so bad for Edward. She sounds like, um, like, me too. She sounds like, um, she sounds like a little, like, you know, those dolls that you can get, like, pull tabs in the back yeah. for? That's what she sounds like to me. My head, I'm literally envisioning just like a giant Barbie. Literally. And like, it's fine in Twilight to an extent, because one, you're not getting her entire inner monologue. And two, it's your boyfriend's mom. Like, you know enough about them, but you don't know their whole life and what they do is their hobby and stuff. Whereas in Edwards, like, we should know things that she does. Is she out? Does she like to like take walks? Does she like have a big appreciation for nature? Anything. So like, Harness life because she can't make her own kids yeah. or, or something. See, I just made up a whole personality trait for her. That would be great. Esme gardening oh my art. God, imagine if she was in Tokyo. That would be so cute. She does like bonsai that. trees, so little tiny trees. Just give her something. Oh, lovely. Just a million cacti. Yeah. Fucking everywhere. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just everywhere. Cactus is everywhere. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of like that. And then there is one bit where she has like kind of like parenty banter with Edward, which still I find yeah. really odd because. She's twenty three mm-hmm. and he's seventeen. Yeah. Um, he's like, she. Ed, basically, Bella makes like a self appreciating joke about not being yeah. talented, and Esme is like, Edward, I hope you haven't been showing mm-hmm. off. That's rude. Yeah. And like, but that's it. And then yeah. they all laugh. They all <laughs> laugh. Oh, I just can't imagine anything worse than being surrounded by vampires that are all like, ha 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 ha. Like, just their robot laughing. That's what I imagine, except for it's like a peeling of bells, so it's like, ha 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 Like, no. <laughs> also, like, they Scary. act like they have, like, conversations in, like, super speed normally. Um, but, so, like, ha- can you yes. just imagine how fast they're talking? That gives me the ick. Just them talking in, like, Alvin and the Chipmunk That's voices. Like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, don't. I don't. Oh, it's just, like, I just think it's really weird also that Edward references the fact in this chapter that Esme thought that there was something wrong mm-hmm. with him because he hadn't found a relationship yeah. yet and i'm like please he was 17 when he was changed like what 17 year olds are finding like the love of their lives if that was you i'm so happy for you exception yeah rule. um like but who does that happen for and he's like oh well everyone else has found someone except edward and i'm like yeah and edward's the youngest yeah. actually. and edward's a little baby so, like, in mentality also yeah he's a little baby <laughs> yeah yeah, so, that too. It just that's that's the Collins pretty much. It's like a little bit. We'll get. Should we do Carlisle afterwards? Carlisle. Should we do like the actual Bella and Edward stuff in this chapter because it was weird. Yes. <laughs> so let's start okay. before we even get to their house. Um, <laughs> it's yeah. a good time. Like smooch. as we said before, Bella has some like <laughs> good bants with Edward, um, which is really fun. Like I actually like when yeah. they give her personality. Like she goes to make breakfast. And like, watch me hunt as she makes Cheerios, which mm. love that for her. Yeah, Good. <laughs> yeah, and then Edward like whacks his poor yeah. for like half <laughs> paragraph because he's a total simp. He's like, oh, she's so daring and alluring <laughs> while she reaches up to get the Cheerios off the top shelf, and I'm like, Edward. Bella's just trying to have a good time, and he's just busy being weird. But she's just making just like, like vampire jokes and stuff. It's very funny. Uh, yeah, she's just having fun. You know, she's truly just having fun. Um, and then. That iconic scene, she wears her khaki skirt and blue blouse, but he doesn't even mention her khaki skirt. He doesn't even bring up her utterly indecent khaki skirt. Yeah, I mean, he does call her utterly utterly Mm -hmm. indecent bit. And, like, to be fair, I was thinking this. If that scene had been from Bridgerton, you know, 
Ooh la la, look at you. Ooh, la, la. Neck out. <laughs> Ooh, your neck. Your clavicle. <laughs> but anyway. If I've seen the bin of Richardson, I would have been yeah. so down. But with this one, I was just like, she's wearing a friggin' yeah. jumper. Like, I, I'm wearing a rainbow jumper today. And if anyone came up to me and was like, Olivia, you're utterly indecent in that rainbow jumper, I'd be like, you need to, you need to, like, You get have out. some issues with yes. women's bodies. <laughs> yes, that, yes, is exactly what I would mm-hmm. say to that. You know, it's just like, bruh, like, it's just, it's not, like, it, like in, indecent means, like, that your back's around. <laughs> Literally. Like, also indecent means, like, and I mean indecent in the very legal term of the phrase. I'm not saying that any, any woman who wears a low-cut top is being indecent. I mean, like, if an indecent top is a top that does not cover yeah. your baps. <laughs> right. And I mean that full... Full legal. Full yeah. everything out. Full illegal... Definition. <laughs> well, anyway, Bella then faints when they kiss, which is intense. Um, intense. Yeah, well, yeah. But before this, he just also like scream in her face when she does this because he panics. But before this, he's like kissing her and he's like, I press my lips more firmly against her, savouring their soft yield. I was not as much in control of myself as I should have been. I let my lips fall open, wanting to feel her breath in Eh, my mouth. Got like that. That's just the least sexy way you can describe kissing. Breath in the mouth. That is repulsive. If anyone breathed into my mouth, horrible. I'll be Bad and horrible. We won't be kissing mm-hmm. anymore. I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah. I just, you know, that's a bad yeah. smooch. Why would you want some, someone to breathe into your mouth? Also, I will say, I don't think Bella's brushed her teeth nope. yet. As you know, she no. will have done because she's ready. Yeah. She's like coming downstairs ready. Oh, yeah. that's true. Yeah, but she's just she's just eating. No, but she's just coming downstairs after getting dressed, like ready to go. No. Oh, okay. uh, so okay, Bella's done nothing wrong. <laughs> Do you have Bella's anything more to say on the scene, it. or can we skip right to Teargate? No, we can <laughs> skip right to, to Teargate. Oh. What I want to know is what oh. film was it that made like kissing tears and wiping up tears and apparently drinking tears romantic? Because so many boys do it, and I don't understand. It's not cute. I don't get it. Oh, okay. I actually tell me, please. This one. Okay, so it's not TV, it's mm-hmm. not film, it is emo music from the I 2000s. I kiss the scars on her skin. <laughs> yeah, Pierce the Veil. I'd like to sue Pierce the Veil, please, for the nonsense that that song brought into everyone's You can just lives. confirm that that's exactly what's no, on his it is a whole thing of, like, I'll kiss your tears. <laughs> yeah, but that's, like, a whole thing. Like, there was a whole genre of emo music being like, I'll kiss your tears away, baby girl. Let me just... And it's like, I haven't dated emo boys and they do it as well. <laughs> Other boys do it too. It's it's yeah, gone they, through. They pick it. Yeah, they pick it up by. Who gives this to me? Everything is invented <laughs> by the emos and then it's sucked into mainstream. Mainstream. Anyway, it's horrible. And then we get a vampire biology lesson, it's and he's disgusting. like, maybe it will stay inside my body forever, oh. as if he's never he's never I'm had really a drink of water and like not to get gross, never. but like. Can we talk about, like, in, I don't like blood talks, so we won't get super into it, but, like, blood yeah, isn't okay. its own thing, it isn't an element, like, it's made up of things, and I, I don't know yeah. if it's really stupid, but yeah. there's water in cells, like, I assume your body oh, yeah, does absorb so some kind of water as well. This is why you gotta drink water, otherwise your, your blood stops yeah. working. <laughs> but, like, when he's like, oh, we can only, yes. we can only do blood, I don't know what will yeah, happen if I have blood. a drink, drink of water. Which... I find it interesting because does that mean that technically the vampires could drink some of that saline solution that they keep in Ooh. hospitals for cases where they can't do a blood transfusion? That would be interesting. Could they That'd do that? Good. Can they eat bananas because bananas share eighty percent of their DNA? Yeah, but not the blood bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, my local banana shop has blood bananas. Oh, so true. <laughs> I like my bananas because they have no bones, but they do have blood. <laughs> Was there anything anyway. else with those two? We didn't really do anything else, to be honest. I also really like that he's like, maybe because I can't absorb it, her tear will stay in me forever, even when I'm really lonely and missing her. And then it's like, there is no way that I can describe this that doesn't make me look deranged. So he just chooses yeah. not to. He eats Bella's tear and then stares. Multiple times he does weird stuff in this chapter and then completely just changes the subject. He's like, it. Bella looked at me confused and asked me a question. And then I was like, are you enjoying your Cheerios? Just... <laughs> like... 
<laughs> he just completely changes just, the subject because he's like, mm, weird. He just, he's like, hmm, there's no way that I can describe this that makes me look normal. Time to ignore it. And I'm like, Edward, you can't, you can't. To be fair, big, big 17 year old boy move. <laughs> I simply have decided like, to not engage. Yeah, I've simply decided to not. Um, right. Final mm-hmm. Colin. Yeah, so Carlisle. we get a little bit of Colin backstory, a bit of Carlisle back in the day, which we've gone into about how he's a bit stupid, but whatever. We'll just we'll just take mm-hmm. that at face value. He doesn't know when he was born. Whatever, it's fine. Um, yeah. <laughs> Can I just say, Carlisle's dad sounds like a badass. <laughs> he's like Anglican priest, and he is here to kill va- witches and well, yeah. and vampires. And I'm yeah, like, go okay, on. cool. I don't think that fits in with the historical no, accuracy like, of that time. Which is a magic, Not yes. Not Vampires, no. As far as we're aware, was never a, no. a thing. Also, werewolves, yeah. no. Werewolves, not really. Honestly, I don't know how much um, of the history witches, I know is true and how much of it is like Doctor Who or osmosis. I think, the witches, so. I think the witch... Oh my god. I think the... I am 99% sure that the witch trials were in the 1700s. So that's a whole 60 years Jewish, too early. I have no idea. <laughs> Anyway, who was it the vampire that comes in and then just is like, ter- like turns Carlisle and then is just carrying bodies as snacks? <laughs> Doesn't get round to finishing Carlisle. That's so funny. <laughs> well, you know what? Sorry, I will. I will correct myself there. It was uh, was the seventeenth century, so that is during the sixteen hundreds. Was when witch trials were happening in the UK. So sorry, Seth. You were right. On you were being accurate. Anyway, yeah. So there's this giant vampire who just is carrying around. Bodies? Yeah, so he's like on the run from just the mob, snacks. and then like is like, okay, gotta go. I can't carry all four of them, so I'll just grab as many as I can carry, and that guy will die, I guess. But he doesn't die. Turns into Carlisle the vampire. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, he gets bitten like twice, once on his hand and once on yeah. his bicep. And like, okay, I'm confused personally because Edward's all like, oh, it'll probably kill people if like they don't. And I'm like, well, how do you guys know that? Because you can't have been experimenting with turning people yeah. into vampires, right? You will have been like eating them and draining all yeah. the blood, you know. Um. So, uh, yeah. My next, my next point is, is could not, you know, Edward's like, oh, they want to cause UK, blah blah blah. Could they not just simply do a little bite on Bella and then just leave it a while? Because that's why he says it's like it took a few days for Carlisle to change because he had. So but then it's like so painful because it takes long. That's the whole thing. And then when True. he turned Edward, he did it because he was like, maybe that's what made me able to resist human blood because it happens so slowly and painfully and horribly and then he figures out that that's not the case and he's like I'm sorry I'm gonna turn Esme really quickly <laughs> I'm like like hey Carlisle please maybe don't do your wacko experiments <laughs> with people you want to be part of your family like here's the thing is that I completely understand the scientific curiosity yeah however I think it was more he was no. like well this is how it happened to me and I've been able to resist so maybe there's something in it I don't know yeah uh, true 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 Carlisle writes yeah, I think, yeah, Carlisle Bank. Also, like, it was the 1640s. It's not like he's going to have an amazing idea of what <laughs> science is. He does now, obviously, because he has a million mm-hmm. degrees. But also, right, I just had this thought. You know how when they turn Bella, there is a whole syringe of Edward's venom because they're like, we just need to get it into her as yeah. soon as possible. Right? Does that mean that they had to milk Edward like a hmm, I don't want to think about that one. Nope, moving on. <laughs> Bad. Wait, okay, no, 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 that's not what that's, <laughs> it's not what it sounds like. When you milk snake, no, let me explain. When you milk snakes for venom, basically what you do is, is you have like a little like Tupperware with like cling film across the top and you just like, you push on the back of their head to make their little fangies come out and you get them to oh. bite down into the cling film so their little teethies like pop through and then they release venom Lovely. because they, they think that they're eating something so does that mean they had to do that with Edward or did he just spit into oh a cup God. for like half I hope an so. hour like, but, bleh, bleh. Bleh. <laughs> he just sat next to Bella just smelling her and be like <laughs> how did they how did they collect I know the I would like to know because they couldn't have drawn it from him right because his skin is marble Oh my god, so, I'm so Hopefully questions. we get the whole series yeah, from I'm, his I'm perspective so, sorry so for we can just find out. Yeah, I can find out if they made him like do a little <laughs> snaky thing. Also, I'm really sorry for making everyone listen to the phrase, did they have to milk <laughs> Moving on. 
<laughs> Did you have anything else in right, this chapter? Cool. Or do you want to go right into peaks and pits? Because we are coming up on an hour. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm good. But my peak was finally some good Rosalie conversation. What we want. Yes. Good empathy, even a crumb from Rosalie. Good. Rosalie getting a personality. I also really love, sorry, I'm doing two peaks. I also really love the Bella stuff. I love whenever we get to see Bella have a fun little personality. Good for her. Yes. Well, you just tell them both. Sorry. Now. Um, I'm going to choose my peak as something that we didn't even discuss. My peak is the fact that Edward knew Charlie was going fishing because he was ha- having happy yet. Yeah. Also, Charlie just reconnecting like, ah. the oh, car. Also, <laughs> the car battery. He didn't clamp her car, thank God. He did not use community things for things. He literally just unplugged her car battery <laughs> and that's it. And he was like, yep, that's done. I'm really glad that he didn't clamp her car. So we found out that Charlie was actually a better driver yeah. than we believed last chapter. Also, happy happy fish mm-hmm. thoughts is what mm-hmm. he was having. What's your pit? Oh, my pit is probably Alice being weird because we normally just get good, good Alice mm-hmm. times. Um, like, it wasn't particularly yeah, bad. I just odd. really normally enjoy Alice chapters. Um, Less so here, which is sad. What's your pit? Yeah. My pit was both Teargate and Breakgate. Yeah, yeah. Gross. Don't like them at all. That's it. That's all we have time for this week. I say this like <laughs> this isn't a long, long episode again. But... I want to quickly say thank you to Samantha who got in contact to explain the American dairy industry to us. Samantha is such a G. So She's much. always in contact with us being like, listen, totally <laughs> here you is. go. We're like, hey, we're so confused. <laughs> Samantha was like, I hate milk personally. And we were like, honestly, fair enough. <laughs> but yeah, basically a weird big old push that got milk campaign, which we didn't really have here. Thank you, Samantha, for getting in contact with us. Thank you, Samantha. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. If you want to get in contact, have a chat with us. We're midnightfrompod at gmail.com or midnightfrompod on TikTok or Instagram. DM us. We're just more happy to have a chat with you. Like, talk to us yes. about Twilight. Let us know your theories. Let us know what you'd like to see from the pod. Anything different. Or just send us fun content, any good Twilight tweets, any good Tumblr posts, anything like that. We're everywhere. Hell yeah, we are all over the shop, <laughs> quite frankly. <laughs> yeah, we also just want to talk to you because we're lonely. <laughs> yeah, just like, you know, interact with us all, you know, maybe. You can't see me, but I'm tucking my hair very, like, keep Debbie Ryan vibes. Head, so, you know. <laughs> if you want to sponsor us, uh, get in contact. Or just yeah. drop us some money for a coffee if you just fancy, no pressure. We also have a coffee if you've got some money burning a hole in your pocket. Hell you yeah. think this is the best use of my hard work and wages. We're coffee.com slash midnight from pod. So that's ko fi.com mm. slash midnight from pod. Um, that, that's it, I think. Yes. Yeah, join us Ooh. next week for chapter 20, Carlisle. Yeah. Uh, we some good, good backstory. I don't know. I really can't remember what chapter 20 is. Golden haired man. Exciting. We'll get some good James soon, I think. Yeah. So, a good time. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you're listening. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Midnight Fun is an independent podcast hosted by two girls with an internet connection. Our intro and outro is A4 Vampire by Summer. Neither Katie nor Liv is associated with Stephanie Meyer or any of her intellectual property. All views expressed are their own, and remember, werewolves make terrible boyfriends.